In the middle of the 20th century in the United States of America, hundreds and hundreds of teenage boys and girls are becoming hopeless soap addicts every year. It's fantastic. Welcome to the Pretty Girl Pill Club, where we've been on a self-imposed quarantine for 20 plus years. How bitchy did that sound? <laughs> I don't... That was a neutral amount of bitchy. I didn't... Okay. Cool. <clears throat> I didn't feel turned off by it. Sweet. I'm just, like... I'm just, like... Uh, I'm genuinely appalled by the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I'm genuinely appalled by how normal this is for me. Like, everyone's like, oh, no. I've been home for 16 hours, and I'm like, I've been doing this since yeah. no- since November. Dude, I've been doing this shit for, like, going on two years. Like, I got an email today from from this person that gives me work uh, sometimes, and she was like, I hope you're not, like, I hope you're doing well and you're not too sick of being home. And I'm like, <laughs> dog, like, nothing in my daily life has changed like, <laughs> at all. I don't know how to convey that in a way that doesn't sound like I'm, like, gatekeeping or something. Right. But. I mean, I'm not proud to say that. Like. Yeah, I'm not really proud of it. It just means that I really don't have a life or friends or, like, anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that means. Um. So, yeah, it's Christian. And Sophie. And we have a guest today. Yeah. What should we call you on the Wish poppin'. It's Ronathan. Oh. <laughs> That's my yeah. That's what I wrote in the That's... show notes. I wrote Ronathan, so Which is not his government name, but No, but it might as well be. In my in my mind and heart it is. Um... I think yeah, I, th- I think it's my Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how much has your routine changed since the El Quarantine? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Exactly. <laughs> no, except actually, <laughs> the one thing I do um, less now, I used to go to karaoke every weekend. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the harsh thing is like, man, I really miss those older women. Yeah. Because I, like, I'm starved. I'm starved over here for attention. <laughs> I don't want to tell on you too hard, but yeah, Ronnie has an amazing, at least for me and Sophie, uh, like social endurance, you know, like weekend after weekend, back to back, he would just go out and lose all of his shit and then just be like, all right, I'm gonna do that again next weekend. Like if that happened to me, I would scavenger hunt. Like (laughs) if that happened to me, I would like move back home. If I just, (laughs) if I woke up and my keys were missing and my wallet was missing and like, I peed in the corner. Of the well, room. I'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, no, because like once a year. <laughs> well, the sun, the sun is like a natural mood booster. So like I would go outside, and it's like bright, and then I'm like, oh cool, okay, I'm on the right foot, and then I'm like going around and getting my shit back. So, yeah, you know, it was kind of fun. It was like uh, Easter. Ronnie's like a Grimm's fairy tale brought to life. Like he's always. <laughs> <laughs> I have the opposite feeling about the sun, especially after I've been out the previous night. Like, if I made some mistakes, <laughs> which I've been known to make plenty of mistakes. 
And I find the sun to be extremely oppressive in those moments. Like, it just hurts me. Even if I'm, like... Like, the sun. Ugh. Even if I'm only, like, mildly hungover. Like, I will just spend the entire day, like, bitching inside. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just cold. But the sun, I mean, it's, like, actual uh, serotonin, you know? Your body uses sunlight. Your your body's basically a plant. You a plant, because... You be use you turn sunlight into serotonin. I don't think my body got the memo. Well, yeah. Sophie doesn't have uh, melanin. Do you think that has? Uh, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I that can... really makes a difference, though. I think Does it could. It? I, I I mean, I can control electricity. <laughs> so. Oh uh, well, then yeah. So what what the fuck do I know? Counterintuitively. If you have more melanin, you're more susceptible to, like, skin cancer, kind of. Yeah, because you absor- absorb more and of like, it. Like, yeah. like, it takes yeah. more time for you to make the same amount of vitamin D or something. So, I don't know. Yeah, like, it... I don't know. I don't know. The moral of the story is everyone needs to be wearing their sunscreen. Yeah. All right? And, even, and even eat spinach. Even. Yes. Yeah, I won't even look at a window without SPF 50 on. Oh, I thought you going to say without spinach. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Like, I, my body does not know what a vegetable is anymore. Actually, that's not true. I am, I am eating a poke bowl right now, and that's the first, like, probably real food I've had in a while. Because, like, I mean, not even, like, two days ago, I was eating a bag of Doritos and calling that dinner. I ate a bag of Doritos, I had a four-pack of Red Bull, and, like, smoked through, like, one and a half jewel pods, and I was like, this is, this is my day. Yeah. It was really bad. <laughs> I and, and despite the four-pack of Red Bulls and all the fucking nicotine, I took, like, three separate naps. Yeah. That so- day. Sophie weighs, like, 80 pounds. I don't know how she hasn't induced a heart attack. With the amount of, like, uh, what is it? Stimulants? Yeah, stimulants. Stimulants, yeah. yeah. My threshold for stimulants is so incredibly... It Would, it, would the word be high? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Um, yeah. My threshold is, like, ridiculously high. Or I guess, like, my baseline. My baseline for, like, a normal brain's amount of dopamine <clears throat> is incredibly high. Do you think like, do you I, think you would be like a packet? No, I mean that's not the right right question. I mean like if we could still smoke inside, like it wasn't like culturally banned. Do you think you would be like constantly smoking cigarettes inside? I mean, I'm basically doing that but just like in a douchier way. Yeah, you would be a very very cigarette smelly girl uh, lady. Yeah. That's well, pretty, that's the other thing. That's pretty French. Is I wouldn't Honestly, <clears throat> I've like every time I've been on a well, okay, I haven't been on a plane recently. But uh, before <laughs> before this, uh, when I was on a plane, I would always like want to smoke a cigarette because they had the like, science. Like they all, they still have ashtrays, and I'm like, man, oh, yeah. like that would be tight. Yeah. That would be really tight, you know. I don't know. This is me though. Since I don't know, I think we're doing a little Tim Leary bit. He used to. Um, that was one of the dudes at Harvard who like was experimenting with LSD. He ran for governor of California, but in his later life, he would always like journal the drugs he took as like food anyway so yeah how are what are you like hoping (laughs) 
in any way, Ronnie, with like tobacco or. <clears throat> oh, should we say who Ronnie is? Yeah, we can move this around. Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah. Would you go ahead? Who are you? Why are you here? And then how? Yeah. Are you, and how are you coping? <laughs> how are you coping? Who I? Wow, that's a. Those are all very existential questions. Um, I, I don't know. I, I actually know. I, I tweeted this today or yesterday that like basically I'm just analytics and slice of Americana, <laughs> and that's basically it. That's what I am. Why I'm here. Uh, my brain chemistry is wild. <laughs> so. That's why I'm here. Uh, and coping with weed mm-hmm. and animal crossing. Yeah. All man. right, now I can sit down. <laughs> did you did you <laughs> feel like that felt like I love the visual of Ronnie standing up. <laughs> that felt like, like you know, yeah, I, I always got nervous whenever, like, you, it'd be the first day of class, and they'd be like, all right, tell, tell them a fun fact. Because, like, my fun fact is has always been, it's, like, usually, like, oh, I fell out a window. Because, like, that's, like, the funnest thing about me. <laughs> is that you possibly that's... have, like, severe brain damage? <laughs> that's the most... Yeah, like, basically, like, it's it's sad, but that's pretty fun. <laughs> That's, a, but that's the real shit that's, that's the real shit though that's what the people want that's uh, what they want to hear what what was the circumstance of you falling out of a window i've never heard yeah that i was yeah for all i've known you in the last oh man years, really i haven't heard yeah i mean as much as you said yeah. you rely on that icebreaker i've never heard it also that's like the most anyone's ever sold themselves short to be like, i'm i'm hopping in the nobody can see this and i guess i'll i'll no, say this for we're, um... we're recording the video <laughs> Oh, no, okay. Then never mind. I was going to say this is like Dateline, where like they would. I listen to the Dateline podcast, and they're always like, we're going to show you this video. And I'm like, okay, stupid. I can't see that. Like, um, but no, okay. So falling out a window. <laughs> um, I was like two or one. And I realized now, like, I, I'll. I'll probably still tell this as I always told the story, but like I realized now that this is a false memory <laughs> and I made it up. <laughs> no, but like me telling the memory is false. What happened is true. So uh, I was in my room with my sister and I was like one, she was like two and I heard the ice cream truck and I was like, that's lit. Uh, so I, I went toward the window, but the window was open. So there was just a screen there. And I pushed in the screen and then I fell out the window. So it was the second story. So I like rolled onto the roof and then fell off the roof and landed in a thorn bush. Well, a rose bush. Thorn bush is this. And then I apparently, this is how I've been told the story. This is how my brain chooses to create the memory. <laughs> also, um, I apparently walked out of the bush around the driveway to the front door and then like my sister told my mom like Ronnie fell out the window so uh she like runs downstairs and I'm like outside as a baby just like outside of where I was supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) damn and then yeah I 
I didn't die. <laughs> and you didn't sustain any any head trauma? No, but I just had a scratch. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good. What's that's that? good. And, What's uh, that chance line? Like Tubman of the Underground? Tubman follow the trail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know why that that came to mind. Um the, uh yeah, this quarantine's been making me want to do like I'm I'm like I wish I had some PCP, you know. <laughs> uh yeah how have yeah. you been coping christian honestly just like fucking up my sleep schedule like unplanned yeah. unplanned naps eating nothing but pop tarts yeah um i had to I, i'm doing this thing on twitter where every time i i poop i tweet and i tweet the same thing <laughs> <laughs> It's like a shitty okay. like habit tracker. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a shitty habit tracker, but public. Yeah. Um, and I was pretty on the ball with it for a while, but then like I, I just like ate nothing but hot Cheetos one day, and now it was like, it's gonna be embarrassing if I tweet this this many times <laughs> between the stretch of like two fifteen and three thirty seven that I tweet like six times. But oh no. Yeah. Uh, so I. Yeah, uh, I just, that's how I've been coping, by, like, analyzing uh, how regular I am, I guess. Very BMs. Yeah, very baby boomer. Irregular, yeah, it's very irregular. Or, I mean, the, the the toilet paper shortage. Yeah, it's on, you know, it's, it's on It's some real shit. <laughs> I mean, I, my dad had to mail me a box of toilet paper that I received today. Yeah, I didn't think it was that real, but I went to Walmart I went to two different Walmarts, and in both of them, the, like, toilet paper aisle was, like, blocked off, and it was, like, for your safety, like, this aisle is closed right now, and I was, like, real real shit, okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen, like, I realized, say, when I opened the box, I hadn't seen a roll of toilet paper in, like, six days. Can, may we ask, like, I got one in there. Like, what have you, yeah. What What was I doing in the... In, in the, the interim, interim uh paper towels thankfully i had paper towels you're just flushing them that's like bad for your plumbing i mean a paper towel like used sparingly you know they're like the ones that are like half sheets ah uh, select a size yeah okay yeah i, I would take like <sighs> depending on the situation work, yeah. one or two of those and like fold it up and it'd be fine yeah not i mean not to say not as dire but you had a system going you know it worked yeah textured it it worked um i mean like i alluded to i've consumed like an absurd amount of caffeine and nicotine yeah so you been shitting (laughs) yeah well i took like four maybe five i don't remember it's all a blur because i was asleep for most of it but i took like four or five days off of off of my Adderall, which I am prescribed by a medical professional for my aggressive ADHD. And uh, I took like a little break from it because I was like, when am I ever gonna have like four days where no one is like expecting me to do anything again? I wish I had security camera footage huh? of like my movements for like the next time anybody tries to tell me that ADHD isn't real. I'm like, you should have seen like the nightmare that I spent all of last night just deep cleaning my apartment because it was such like an actual landfill. Like, 
after four days of immobility. Um, so, but during those four days, I would like, you know, wake up, eat some junk food, uh, you Respe- know, have some nicotine. Yeah, and I would, <laughs> um, I would drink a Red Bull and then take a two-hour nap. And then wake up and start the cycle over again. No, that's, that, that, that definitely resonates with me. Having just enough energy to, like, poison yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Or just like, enough focus to do that. Like, there's so much noise. There's so much to do. You're just like, fuck it. Let me get this, like, dumb juice. Let me get this dumb bitch juice inside my body. Sometimes I think that, like, caffeine is a lie. Because I'm like, I literally... Let's talk about it. <laughs> I, I really think, I mean, maybe this is just a testament to how aggressive my ADHD is. How but fucked up your brain is wired. Yeah, like my brain is just like a nightmare. Like I, the other night I drank like a 16 ounce Red Bull because they were two for six at Rite Aid, which I thought was a smoking good deal. Um, So I had like two. Maybe $16 ounce- at the club. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Precisely. So, <laughs> Maybe sixteen dollars at the club. Six zero you know, or I've... one six. <laughs> one six. Either, either way, that's crazy. So yeah, two for either six. Either way, is a bit too deep. much, and that's why I've never been no. into a club. I don't think. <laughs> but yeah, so I drank two sixteen ounce Red Bulls over the course of like six hours, and then just like went to bed. Yeah. And caffeine makes you sleepy. I've been on that. I think it does. Yeah, I think it. I mean, it definitely does for me. Like, it's situational, but like, depending on, but like, caffeine on its own will just make me sleep. Caffeine in conjunction with like my ADD meds or like nicotine, it's like a little bit better. But like, caffeine on its own, it's just water to me. Yeah. Ronnie, what have you been eating in quarantine? frozen stuff so like today i had two corn dogs oh yeah that's classic. some yogurt i like that i like that and some beans i love the corn dogs yeah i'm jealous of your corn dogs yeah they was, they was okay box of 16 <laughs> three dollars oh shit so they they, they um good. there's well, i might have to go on down to the fucking whatever's open <laughs> there's definitely tiers of like frozen foods i think corn dog and like those jimmy dean like breakfast sandwiches that have like the egg and cheese in them like those are those yeah. are tops for me i've yeah. never had one of those sandwiches they sound like something i would hate i don't know it's it's kind of like for some reason it's like better than like a it's like the way that they reheat it makes it better than anything like you could get at like a fancy place and that's just yeah that's I just think, facts i think i might just be like too addicted to sugar i'm like i want like the thing am i making this up or was this a thing like at mcdonald's how they have like the breakfast sandwiches but like where the bread was basically like a pancake yeah it's the mcgriddles those right mcgriddles are fire mcgriddles are fire i want sugar there was a tweet that was like, uh, the cigarette McGriddle breakfast is still undefeated. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I've that's had that breakfast. Champions. If I were in a At like 4 a.m. That would like... be like, I would have a McDonald's commercial of me just like 
smoking a cigarette and eating a McGriddle. I don't think I would be an Olympic athlete, but in the but like, undefeated, undefeated. But um, imagine a universe where like I would be like this breakfast of an Olympian. Me smoking a cigarette, eating a McGriddle, probably having some really sad black coffee that's like kind of room temp, you know? I'm that's sure why McDonald's. we need representation. Yeah. <laughs> For the that is I want to see myself. I guess why? if it's like the emo Olympics, why does, like yeah, that would be my commercial. Why does McDonald's make Olympic ads? Like the fuck? That's not your target demographic. They're not buying your burgers. I am. It's the it's the dude from Super Size Me. That's that's the target demographic. Uh, Sophie, you're like the Frenchest person I know. Sorry to French people. Um, I'm not French like at all. I'm the least <laughs> French person. But like culturally, you Polish. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. So the first thing on the agenda was like acknowledgement of COVID, but I think we sort of like have walked around that, right? Like, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I put that down as, like, how did I word it? I said obligatory, obligatory acknowledgement. Yeah, people are wildin'. They do be. Also, oh, I forgot about this. I'm so glad I wrote this down. Um, A man, I shit you not, DM'd me <laughs> and used the phrase quarantine and chill, and I blocked him. And I think I did the right thing. I'll, I'll i'll bleep it or I'll, I'll edit it but who was it do we know him or yeah um oh you're gonna be like i told you no you're it's gonna okay. be like i know this man is trash i knew it uh like the dirty hipsters is that like the older one yeah i mean it's all right this, i mean this, we like this is a this is an unprecedented tragedy i'm not gonna judge the man but he was being ironic he was being quote-unquote ironic but i was like but right. it's not even but like Come up with a better joke than that. I can't. There are all those, like, future memes where it's, like, like a really intricate way of, like, being toxic and pushing yourself back into somebody's life. And I think he could have went with one of those routes. It's, like, you know, it's future hunched over the phone, like, damn. There this was place one... is a real epidemic. Oh, go ahead. No, there was, I was no, there, there, there was one with the the like, but right after the NBA shut down, and it was like it was long, but the best part of it was like, uh, and I was just thinking about how I couldn't step up and be a man. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like that's kind of that's the way you have to shoot your shot, um, for a lack of better term. I think I think fuckboys need improv classes nowadays. Like you, if you want to be competitive in the fuckboy game, then who's who's in them now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. I I guess like this guy would be like the. Uh, I mean, I guess like I guess like dirty Silver Lake hipsters are kind of just like fuckboys and Carhartt, like fuckboys and workwear. Uh, I think that's a. I mean, maybe it started there, but that's kind of like a global look now. I don't know. I'm doing that. Yeah, oh. but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Just like a dirty hipster, but like is definitely a fuckboy on the inside. It sounds like there are fuckboys on the outside too. <sighs> yeah, he might be right. I don't know. I can't keep up with right. fuckboy culture. It's a lot. How's your How's your love life doing in times of COVID, Ronald? Oh no, I was <laughs> okay before this. I was, like, trying to, like, tweet, 
like the funniest way to be like horny on Maine. Like I was gonna be like, I'm so starved <laughs> for you like my little brother. Have I'm like so I'm so starved. <laughs> no, no, not even like in a simple way. Like I was just staring at the wall, and I was like, I should be able to like walk up this by now. Like I'm. <laughs> I have control over every faculty of my body. <laughs> like, I feel like I should be able to, like... I don't know. If I, like, tried to backflip, I could probably do it. Like, that's where I'm at. I just have that balance now. I, yeah, that, that's one thing that this is really clarifying for me. Like, how much we could have done <laughs> if we weren't horny all the time. It's like that episode of Seinfeld, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't relate because I'm never horny. I'm like I'm like a I'm like a vol cell, like the opposite of an incel. Yeah, yeah they... I guess it's not the opposite of an incel, but it's like I don't know. But you know, shout out to Lexapro. Shout out for that. Oh yeah, then there's that. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, yeah. uh, kind of. When I was on Lexapro, I had to fake an orgasm. Like I, I was, I was saying that. The oh other day. yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, we yeah. Like this. I, that wasn't like the only time I've ever done it, but like it was Lexapro just made things like dumb. <laughs> I mean, now you know what it's like to be a woman. Ooh. No, like actually, that's yeah, I had even, to like no, fake I it. I wanted. That's just a fact. That's yeah, a fact. like I wanted it to stop. Like I couldn't. Yeah, God, I I'm couldn't. So glad I couldn't go any it. further. I'm so What's glad that? you can relate. What's I don't that, have any Brandon? female friends, and so me it's either. really important to me. <laughs> Basically, and so it's really important to me that Ronnie understands my plight, my sexual plight. Like you ever I think like about that somebody? too often. Like the the one time, like really, like the one essential time that I had to fake an orgasm to stop sex. Like, yeah, like imagine doing that. I don't know, once, twice a week for like ten years. Like now, you know what it's like to be. I die. I'd stop. I I'd become. I'd well, go into the co- not... covenant. Like really, like I. It's, it's, it's not totally true. It's not totally true. I mean, like, once you, like, I'm not going to get into it, but, like, once you have, like, a one, like, partner for a while and you figure it out and stuff, but, like, but I, you know, you ever just, like, be fucking somebody and you're kind of, like, like, what, you done yet? Like, talk, talk your shit, Sophie. Talk your shit. You done? <laughs> Cause I'm, I mean, I'm not done, but like, I'm, I'm ready to like not be doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to finish this episode of documentary now. Like, can we just. Mm. Oh yeah. No, didn't, uh, you allude to something the other day, Christian, where you were like, oh, like I had sex during this like Netflix thing for like the duration of it. And I'm like, that's too long. That's too long to be having sex. No one wants to be having sex for that long. And I don't understand and I can't relate and I refuse to. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, Phil is, fill that in, fill in the blanks for that, the the show. Yeah, what were you watching? I, I really don't know. Like I, I, I can't recall what it was. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint with me. Like it's a, it's a, 
It's an athletic animal. <laughs> um, It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm like, I get tired. Yeah. I, I'm the epitome of skinny fat. I get tired. I love the fact that I'm just fucking up my audio. Any, um, I really wish I could remember, um, but... Yeah, that would give some good context. I could I could tell you other stories about me having sex, but I'm just gonna. I'm good. I think I'm, gonna, I'm good. No, it's fine. I'm, good I'm on gonna. That. No, I'm not telling stories about me. But um, I was listening to, um, an episode of Come Town. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and they were um they t- they were talking about how um, it was it was like rumored in the scene, whatever, that like Leonardo DiCaprio would like have sex with people. In, in, in the following manner which was like they would sign an NDA and then he would just hit it doggy while wearing headphones and like ask them to leave <clears throat> so okay. I mean I'm not I'm not hating but it's just like you know that's not romantic Leo like come yeah on. that's another see that's like that's too far the other way I mean you basically just got like a you basically just got like a big ass flashlight in that scenario but what was he listening to? Right, that's yeah. what I want to know. <laughs> He's li- listening to the Joe Rogan experience. What? Uh, <laughs> them shit's like five hours long. I believe it. He could have. I mean, I think this. He could have been listening to "Faith" by Ray Price. It's right here. Ray Price. I got some. I got some Christian records. I have your Chuck Mangione record. <laughs> Ah, he could have been listening to feel so good which would yeah he could honestly he looks like a jazz guy right i actually saw him one day while i was at work at the hammer which i i don't know if you want to bleep that but sure i (laughs) he he came in to work well he came he okay i came in for the morning shift and he was walking around the museum for an exclusive like tour of the exhibit um and he like walked past me and i was like my my guy he kind of he kind of thick he is no i always like imagine that he is like kind of a thick man is he as like shiny in person as he always looks in pictures he always looks shiny he's got like a gla- he's like a glazed donut honestly like he looks like a car right like a like an old like yeah. a, a midlife yeah. crisis car yeah yeah yes. yeah he's got that fucking crispy cream look going on one hundred percent. I think that's as good a segue as any for. Um, do you want to fill me in on this Trisha Paytas stuff? Yes, but first I'm gonna pee. Okay. You know who Trisha Paytas is Ronnie, right? Yeah. Uh, I honestly, quarantine got me. I looked up the videos <laughs> of her like OnlyFans or of what? Yeah. I, yeah, I did, and I and I and I did that one because I don't think she's like a, an exclusive like. You know, she makes money through other means. I just wanted to see what was going on. So are you saying you went on YouTube or you went to her OnlyFans? No, I, I, I looked her up on porn. This man followed her OnlyFans. This no, I died. No. <laughs> I gave her sixteen ninety five for a little bit of trim and no. Uh, I um No yeah, she needs it. Thanks. It's good. It's good. I used, to, I used to watch Trisha Paytas videos with 
like the YouTube ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> this, okay. This is. Yeah. I think this was like the peak weird point of our relationship. You know, you you be having sex in movies? <laughs> no, actually, I did to like uh, Incredibles two. We were we fucked one time to food fight. <laughs> and she was like, "Can you? Will you pause this?" And I was like, "No." And like, that's, when, <laughs> that's when I knew we wanted different things entirely. <laughs> that's funny. Um, to catch you up to speed, Sophie and I was telling Ronnie uh, I learned about Trisha Paytas through. Oh yeah, um, I forgot that she loves Trisha Paytas. Yeah, and then I don't know why or she did. She probably not anymore. Why? She probably still does. God, yeah, probably. She probably thinks it's like performance art. Yeah, she thought that Mitt Romney thing was super funny. I mean, yeah, it was a troll, and I'm no. gonna get, I'm gonna get there. Like, yeah, it's all a troll. But hold that thought. When I got up from my current position, this is what I walked in on. Oh no, it's not going to be able to see it. I'm going to have to send it to the group. It's just like Dateline. <laughs> I'm just like Dateline. Fuck. They would be like, this man. And I'm like, come on, yo. I can't see that. What it's an just, indictment. It's just Sam nonchalantly, like, sitting in a box. Like, oh, okay. Like, she's just been there for, like, God knows how long. Just like, I don't know. I was taken aback by it. I was like, is that what you've been doing this whole time? All right. The answer, the answer is yes. Um, Ronnie, did you um, or Sophie and Sophie, did you uh, did you see the video of that like reporter in Yellowstone? And they're filming him, and he's just like, oh no, oh no, oh, and like he just doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right, so Trisha Paytas. Right, Trisha Paytas. Uh, for. People that need context, Trisha Paytas has been on YouTube for uh, 300 years. No, however long, like, YouTube has existed, At like, she's been on it. I, I think that her, like, account is, I mean, she still has the original account that she started in, like, 2006. So, like, she's been here for a minute, and... And she is, like, she's a troll. And, like, people that, like, take her too seriously. Like, I'm not, like, a big, like, Trisha Paytas fan or anything. But I also, like, used to get really annoyed by people who would, like, take her content and the things that she said at, like, face value. I'm like, obviously she's fucking with you people. Like, she's literally doing this for clicks and money and attention. Like, she doesn't actually think any of these things. Uh, like the Mitt Romney video from a few years ago. She didn't actually think that. She just knew that a bunch of people were going to, like, click on it, feel some type of way about it, and talk about it. She knows what she's doing. She's smarter than she lets on. However, her last few stunts are too much. It goes, like, it went from being, like, oh, I'm going to say some, like, really, like, <laughs> stupid thing about how um, I like Mitt Romney because Mitt rhymes with tit. Like, that was funny. Like, that was genuinely funny. Mm. But now it's getting to, like, 
She's just trying to piss people off, I think. That's my theory. I think she just wants to piss people off because then it, like, starts a bunch of drama and then, like, Twitter attacks her, but she gets, like, a ton of views. Like, she, a few months ago, had a video where she claimed that she was transgender. <laughs> and she was, like, coming out. Not that she, like, had transition, but that she she was basically trying to say that... She identifies as a gay man. Right. Which is, like, ridiculous. And and she was on the H3H3 podcast, like, a few weeks later, and Ethan Klein looked Another on gay her... Another man. Straight man. Um, looked at her YouTube analytics, and he was like, Trisha, you made $5,000 off of that, like, problematic as shit transgender video she was going on and on about how like she didn't make any money off that mm -hmm. video and like she wasn't doing it for money she wasn't doing it for money and then ethan klein like i don't remember the exact exchange but he pretty much like took her phone and looked at her youtube analytics and was like you made five thousand fucking dollars off of that video you piece of shit and look like, homegirl's got to get her coin, and I'm all for it. I mean, it's rough times out here. We support the coronavirus. Scam. Yeah. yeah, I support a scammer. Like, you know, the coronavirus going on, the first is coming up. Like, we're going to have to be pulling some scams uh, over here to, like, survive, my guy. Like, we don't know what's going to happen next. In a few next. weeks, yeah. 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 Yeah, so, like, I get it, and I'm on board with a scam. So, like... She pretty much is now claiming to have disassociative identity disorder. And DID is not a very common disorder, okay? Like, it's definitely less than 5% of people actually have it. And it's not, like, a super... As far as I can tell from the research I did for this segment, it's not, like, super well-researched. Um, it was known as um, multiple personality disorder until 1994, and then it was removed from the DSM and replaced with DID. So it's misdiagnosed a lot, and it's not super common, and we've only had, like, a strong definition for it since, like, the mid-90s. But what's his face? Fuck. Anthony Padilla. Anthony Padilla put out a video uh, that got, like, I want to say 3 million-ish views, where he interviewed another YouTuber who has DID and, like, just spent the day getting to know her and, like, understand what she goes through and stuff. He does that with, like, a lot of, like, different subcultures and, like, people with different, like, you know. It's a like, spending it. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, I think he did a video, like, spending a day with, like, a blind YouTuber, like, or maybe that was somebody else, but, like, you know, that type of thing, where it's kind of just, like, a slice of life content, and it's really good. But right after that video is, like, trending for several days, Trisha Paytas decides, I'm gonna make a video where I say that I have DID, but not know what the fuck I'm talking about at all and make it super blatantly obvious that I'm just like pulling this out of my ass. But here's the thing about Trisha. Trisha doubles down. Trisha will never admit 
that something's a troll. Ever. Ever in her life. Transgender video? Never acknowledged it again. Like, afterwards. Huh. Like, it just happened, and then, like, the internet, like, lost their shit for a few weeks, and she just never acknowledged it. And I think that's gonna be the same thing here. Like, she's gonna get her check, get her coin, and be like, what DID video? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm never gonna bring it up again. And... There's a few things she says that, like, are definitely very bad. Uh, she self-diagnosed, is what she said in the video. She says that she has DID and multiple personality disorder, which is not possible. Multiple personality disorder is not a recognized disorder right. anymore. Like I said, it was removed from the DSM in 1994. So, that's just, like, bullshit. Um, she... Yeah, and she used the C word, crazy. She said, like, people always think I'm crazy. People always are like, oh my god, Trish, are you schizo? Like, <laughs> and I and I don't like, one, I don't like the term schizo. No. Like, she, if you are schizophrenic, you want to refer to yourself as schizo, yeah, or schizo more power to you. Go for it, yeah. Did yeah, you, did you yeah. know that, like, the equivalent, um, maybe not, like, they're replacement for that but like in the uk like spaz is like mm -hmm. a, a super pejorative word for like people with mental like incapacities or like with you know potentially behavioral issues cognitive spaz issues is a word i have not heard in many years yeah but that makes sense yeah like yeah if you call someone a spastic that's like really fucked up which you know it's like a, it's kind of cute because like whatever they're they're always like oh you guys don't say cunt like what like <laughs> But yeah, I've and never, personally, I love the word kind. I, yeah, so. and I also love kind. But like, like spastic is such a like neutral word in like American like I don't know parlance. Like I never even hear it, much less like I I haven't heard it in forever. Much less as like a so. negative. But I mean, um, I don't know. Like, like uh, that's like it, like low key. I want to say that it is performance art. Um, I'm not defending her, but I'm saying that, like... Uh, no, I'm, I'm like, kind of on board. I'm kind of on board. Like, I'm not mad. Right, because, like, that's the white woman's I'm, superpower. I'm, like, annoyed. It's, like, you know, always... And, like, this is no offense to white women. But, uh, <laughs> like, it's, like, uh, always um, being able to, like, pretend that nothing was intended harmfully. Because, like, who's going to confront you? Like, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I've been, I've been pulled aside for yelling at, at white people, at white ladies before in the club. Um, so, like, she's doing stuff that's, like, blatantly, like, yeah, unpardonable, but at the same time, putting up, like, the same paltry defenses, um, it's gross, but, it, like, it, it speaks to me. <laughs> but she just, I mean, she doubles down. Yeah. And, like, I don't think she's as stupid as she wants people to think she is. I mean, like, the MPD thing... All she had to do to know that that was, like, clearly, like, the wrong thing to say. And she says it multiple times. It's literally, like, the third line of the Wikipedia page for DID. It's almost like, and I don't want to give her too much credit, but, like, it's almost like she plants these, like, Easter eggs where she's like, people are going to lose their shit over me saying this because it's so blatantly inaccurate and, like, problematic, right. you know? Um, and look, uh, 
I think that, like, having seen Trisha Paytas have, like, many meltdowns throughout the year, if they're... And she strikes me as, like, a kind of, like, Andy Kaufman type. Like, I... I want to think that, like, yeah, it is, like, performance art. And, like, she's just, like... She's just the ultimate troll. And, like, good for her for getting her coin by, like, fucking with people on the internet. Like, I'm all for that. But there is a part of me where it's, like, where does the line between, like, art and reality, like, where is that line? So, I mean, Trisha Paytas has a fucking, like, hot pink G-Wagon. Homegirl can go see a psychiatrist. So, moral of the story is don't self-diagnose. If you self-diagnose, you're kind of a douchebag. Don't, don't, don't say crazy. That's kind of like fucked up you can call yourself crazy but like don't like talk about other people as being crazy um and like i don't know like fucking fact check before you say shit uh like in the world because you just look like a dumbass um but but also in terms of trisha paytas trolls are gonna troll so it's up to you to do your due diligence and seek out correct information um, cause, like, people like Trisha Paytas, I'm sorry, she's not gonna be, like, the fucking, like, Tony Robbins of, like, Gen Z girls, alright? Like, that was a weird reference. I don't know if that was, like... <laughs> Are people making those comparisons between anyone on YouTube, or... Oh, God. No, I just tried to think of, like, sub, like, kind of, I could uh, see, I could see Maddie B. Raps taking up the prosperity gospel. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, just, like, some sort of, like, charlatan, you know? Just some sort of fucking fake guru. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Christian Paytas is not your fucking, like, like, mental health charlatan. Like, I don't think... Like, she's a troll. Like, she's a troll, and do your due diligence, and, like... And also, don't waste your, like, mental energy, like... Yeah. Going off about Trisha Paytas on Twitter and YouTube. It's like, it. The, that's she, you're literally giving her what she wants. If our theory is correct and this is all... And actually, I don't even... Like, it's not even really, like, a guess. Like, I mean, Ethan Klein kind of proved it with the whole, like, YouTube analytics thing when he, like, looked at her, like, her AdSense revenue. Right. Like, this is... She's fucking with us she's trying to poke the bear like she wants this reaction because it gets views which pays for her fucking hot pink mm-hmm. g-wagon like and all that mcdonald's she's postmating uh and more power to her but like don't like don't lose your shit over like trolls trolling ever since you internet. mentioned or like, for some reason put Tony Robbins and uh, Trisha Paytas in the same sentence. I've been weird comparison. I've, I've just been like, damn, like I would not want to see these people as like moral leadership. And it just occurred to me, we're so lucky that like Ashton Kutcher and, and Mila Kunis are good people. Like if they were just out there, like you know what, fuck everybody. Like you know, let's let's like start this like fake religion and con. Like they could do it. You know, they they. Uh, oh, they could, and know. I would join. I would yeah. join any cult Ashton Kutcher starts, oh. obviously. I would also like to mention that um, Kristen Bell owns some, like, rental property in the L.A. area. And I guess over the weekend, she sent out an email to all of her tenants saying that not only is rent not going to be due on the 1st, it's waived for the nice. month of April. Nice. Why, why is she not my landlord? Nice. nice. 
I'm mad about it. You gotta um, pull up on her and Dax Shepard and see what's good. Yeah. Dax Shepard, you know, I might still kill him in the revolution. Just because yeah, I Dax want. Shepard, friend of the show. <laughs> Dax Shepard, friend, friend of the, of the show. show. Uh, he knows it's still on site, though. Uh, <laughs> on site. So, uh, thanks for... Thanks for the update on, uh, I guess, like, bad social media portrayal this week. I don't know, man. Like, I just... These people will never stop making money on YouTube. Like, I don't know. There's nothing we yeah. can do about them. Like, Yeah, precisely. We could, so, we could educate the kids. Because it's the, <laughs> the kids be watching YouTube. The kids. That's what I'm saying. And I'm a child who watches nothing but YouTube. And all I'm saying is, like... Before you, like, lose your fucking shit on Twitter, why don't you just, like, not take shit so seriously and do your due diligence? Like, don't fucking, like, trust people like Trisha Paytas or trust no one, honestly. Like, that that's really, like, the moral of the story. Don't trust anybody and don't take shit so seriously. People are going to be trolls. For as long as the internet exists, people are going to be fucking with you and you have to not be such a bitch about it and just... All you had to do was read three more lines on a Wikipedia article to find out that, like, 90% of what she said was wrong. So, that's all. I didn't mean to get so heated about it, but in the show notes, I am linking four videos from reputable uh, mental health professionals who have YouTube channels. Oh, who, nice. uh, who reacted to Trisha Paytas' video, but they have, like, other content that's not about Trisha Paytas. But I do like when uh, they talk shit a little bit. But uh, those are two really good uh, YouTube channels. I do like how, I mean, Homie like threw down in such a monotone voice, just talking about like how like he needed some like fucking, I don't know, Animal Planet ass like PBS Nova stimulation ass shit. Like, after watching Trisha Paytas, because he felt like his brain was, like, his intelligence was degrading or something. I love that. I love a man who can just, like, put you in your place, but, like, in a sexy way. He kind of looks like a dude that I used to see. And I say used to because the Rona is out here. Um, He looks like a dude that I used to see at the bar uh, who is like, I sell insurance. He looks like a man that sells insurance and that's who you need to go to uh, that's who you need to go to for your mental health information people that look like they sell insurance okay trisha paytas shout out to the dr fauci sorry shout out to the 13 people who also go to the bar that i go to we'll have a laugh about this one when this is all over do you think it's cheers or something like do you think you go in there at your norm it it is cheers. I one love cheers and two it's it's cheers now. Are you what's the Woody Harrelson character? I uh, Woody. Really? I think I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I can't remember. It's been a while. Todd, Todd Grande and Quentin Clausen. The video that came up for me was five signs someone is attracted to you. Also, 10 symptoms of a toxic personality. So I think YouTube is reading my mind. Or Google, sorry. Hey, fam, what's going on?
Hey, shout out fan. Hold on, let me pause. Shout. <laughs> shout out to that fan over there. <laughs> That heat fan, that heat fan going crazy. <laughs> that heat lamp going dumb, boy. <laughs> ah! Just screaming into the void, and we're back. So, Ronnie, would you would you say that finding out about astrology or astrology becoming the wave was that better or worse for your like mental health, your self awareness? <laughs> Oh man, it was better. better. For context, I mean, it was better. You were into like rocks, right? Before. No, but that's the thing. I told you, I literally told you when I was really fucking with astrology, and you was like, this is why it doesn't work. Yeah, no, and I'm still like that idiot. And my reasoning was like, damn, bro, like I almost slipped, but I thought about it before. (laughs) I'm just gonna so, like, be that bitch. I'm just gonna be that bitch and put it out here that all of Christian's naysaying about astrology uh, is due to the fact that he is a well. He's Taurus. a Taurus. He's a Taurus. And Taurus but, don't but, believe in astrology generally. But not only so. that. Not only that. His his rising is in Capricorn and his moon is in motherfucking Virgo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so he doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. And then I realized it wasn't. That's easy. I realized that hitting That's on astrology easy. wasn't helping me get pussy. So, like. <clears throat> yeah, I know. You, I you got it. I hate that so much. Don't use it against me i mean <laughs> well like i wasn't using it again you you, you you've yourself, never so. been like haha the office said, is so funny like it's instead of, I, it's I said love. me in place of women in general like don't use this against us all right i'm i'm the ted bundy of this shit <laughs> you really are you really are the ted bundy astrology. <laughs> oh no no that's a sound peter charles the charles parody. manson uh, <laughs> not true parody <laughs> allegedly uh um, no but astrology is real so yeah. so it helps you. like honestly everybody i know like is like when you when you like hear their signs you're like okay yeah. <laughs> it makes sense yeah. <laughs> like exactly. unfortunately like for what for whatever it's worth you're just like okay like ash is a gemini yeah. and like when i found that out i was like yep um, yeah, my cat's in Aquarius. So my cat's in Aquarius. We have the same birthday, and homegirl is is an Aquarius like 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 the definition of an Aquarius. I swear to God, in we we've taken two like breaks over the last like hour, however long we've been recording. Both times I got up, she was sitting in a cardboard box in the middle of the kitchen, had not moved. Yeah. That should be the episode cover. Yeah. Yeah, she's just sitting just in that box. Just look at the episode Had it cover. moved. Had it moved. Oh, shit. And I'm like, that's some Aquarius-ass bullshit. What are you doing? She's like, I'm staring into the void. What the fuck do you think I'm doing? She's like, E.T. phone home. Fuck. Ash is either sleeping or um, running around. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. Which, like, that's like, yes, young cat shit. But... Um. It's li- it's literally. But that's some Gemini shit. That's some Gemini shit, though. That's exactly. Shit. And she'll like also. I'm I'm very much so expecting her to like. She could accidentally kill me. 
like i know that like oh yeah she's very like close to my neck all the time like she could bite yeah she could kill you she's giving you that toxoplasmosis yeah yeah 100 percent. um so the reason we bring this up is because we're getting into the guest questions now um yeah we don't know if this will be our guest questions for every guest uh but this will give you an idea of yeah these are definitely kind of tailored for ronnie because he's so they are tailored for ronnie but they're pretty general no no that's gonna be on all of them because i want to know for my own personal (laughs) bullshit no right i'm just saying like he's like well read when it comes to this you know what i mean right that's also true like he's a he's a strong lead off um but i was gonna say um it's like i'm that way with names like you guys are like oh capricorn yeah of course you are but like I'll, I'll be talking like a random white guy and he's like oh yeah my name is zach and i'm like yeah you look like one bitch like <laughs> <laughs> no yeah see i will forget people's names but i'll remember shit like the type like, of name about their know? birth chart oh, but okay. i'll remember their birth chart bitch like i got yeah, that yeah. on lock usually i'm really good at guessing people's birth charts so i guess yeah. if we just want to like yeah what's your birth chart make running? it <laughs> Yeah, make it like very clear for everybody. So we already said that Christian is a Taurus sign with a Capricorn rising and a Virgo moon. I, I am an Aquarius. See, like I said, I will forget your name, despite how long we've been friends. But I'll never forget that shit. Uh, I'm an Aquarius sun with a Aries moon. Hence the aggressive ADHD and my ability to sleep after 32 ounces of Red Bull and a scorpio rising i'm i'm nuts basically and so ronnie pisces sign and i'm a leo moon (laughs) shut up (laughs) and i'm an aries rising so oh no that makes so much sense no that that's on the money earlier weren't we talking about christian how uh ronnie has like a high capacity for like being sociable yeah is that the aries and like no no that's some weird shit <laughs> like love attention so much they love attention they need attention they live that's why it. i do karaoke <laughs> that's why he does karaoke oh, uh, man. fun fact Aquarius that's why i jump out of is- windows <laughs> yeah no that's 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 the aries rising actually i will argue um but uh, Leos and Aquarians are like polarities, so they're like, like every every one of the zodiac signs has a polarity, and like the polarity for an Aquarius is a Leo. I don't know any of the other ones. I just know that one, but but I respect Leos because I can't relate. They're too. I actually too saw a chart today of um maybe I could pull it up quick. Uh, but it was like a a match, and Pisces. My my match was a, a Scorpio, so I don't know any Scorpios, but yeah. Oh well, yeah. Pisces and Scorpio are both water signs, for better or for worse. Who decided that? Who decided that a scorpion was water? I feel like that's some Earth shit. Yeah. The Pisces. I ain't never seen a scorpion in water. I mean. Oh yeah, water. no, they're all water, baby. I mean, they're testy, bitch. Is that what it... Okay. Well, okay, like, I guess, like, the... If we want to go, like, full, like, astrology meme, like, what a Scorpio is, like, they love revenge. They want to shit talk. Like, like, shit talking, 
revenge is like what they get off on. Like they're very like, I mean, I would say like a Scorpio rising is like very fitting for me. Cause I do like come off a little bit aggro. Yeah, you operate in spite. I do. <laughs> I do. But it's not genuine. It's really just on the surface. Hence why that's my rising. Sign. It's a good tool. I don't know. It's it, it's. I don't know. I don't like people. So somebody. Who, I don't like people who like think you have to be civil all the time. Shut up, you cuck. Uh yeah no you're right I mean I I like I think that astrology is if nothing else a way for you for a vehicle through which you can be more self aware yeah I guess like like you can read it and be like this is bullshit but yeah, like you still have to reflect on your behavior and your actions and like your whole deal to like make the decision of yes or no this is bullshit do you, uh do you two still use costar i think there's like another app out there now i don't use costar i'm not a crazy person oh wow sorry <laughs> <sighs> well yeah canceled yeah fuck you <laughs> yeah fucking start twitter beef with with ronnie somebody I've, i'm trying all the time i only say costar is 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 wild because that's what everybody on Twitter says, <laughs> which I I would understand that it it tells it pushes you like out of your comfort zone side and you're like, eh, come on. Uh, if Twitter yeah. if Twitter said jump off, you go in deep. Would you jump? Yeah. You dumb bitch. <laughs> Only well, thing I'm scared the, of is needles. Well, oh, no, the lead singer from well the lead singer from Third Eye Blind blocked me on Twitter. Oh, so you got under his skin many years ago oh i was i was brutal all right i know how to tear a man down well too bad you if there's not. anything i know how to do it's how to tear a straight white man down you're off twitter place. right like it, you're not yeah i am off twitter this was a long time ago all right i have a past um but moving on to our next question for good old ronathan you're not currently on any medications, right? No, I tried to. Um, so I've been like, like you ever like, okay, so like around like uh, when you're like trying to go to sleep and your anxiety is like the strongest if that happens. And you're like, ah, oh, tomorrow morning I got to like do something about it. I tried to um, get back on Zoloft and I was like, nope. So I don't do anything. Yeah. So you're not on anything right now not at all okay and how long have you been unmedicated they cut me off in august so it's been about like insurance wise or like no the doctor it's like ridiculous the doctor like left <laughs> so and like he oh. he didn't like refill my he didn't give me a refill and i've been like i was like calling for like a month and like nobody like whatever call me back so i was like damn okay and like i just didn't have like a doctor was this through caps well it wasn't through caps it was through like because like i had a i had one doctor but they i guess they were all going to be residents mm -hmm. so the resident i had was like left and like the next one who came right. through also left and like he didn't like pass me off to anybody right. so they that can send out, like, if, if he knew he was leaving, they can send, like, for antidepressants and shit, they can 
send out like a three month supply, like no problem. Like it shouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't know why. I think I had like an extra like month. Oh, okay. Supply. So like I I don't know. Oh, go ahead. No, I I, like honestly can't even remember why. Like I I think I like was skipping days because like I just like missed it. And I was like, "Ah, I don't want to like feel weird in the middle of the day. So like I think I like after like I like probably like skipped every other day to the point where like I had like enough for the next month. But yeah, right. he which tonight. isn't good. Not condoning that. Um, although with mm-hmm. my like super fuck sleep schedule, like who knows right now? Because I I take my Lexapro like before bed. But like, dude, I've been awake since like nine p.m. last night. Like I don't. Oh shit, I've been up for a while. Um, I mean, I tried to nap multiple times. Uh, but uh, and I'm definitely gonna nap after this. Um. Wait, was that was that Prozac? Uh, oh, what I just took. Zola. No, what you what what you were on when that doctor. Like, oh, left. finishing Prozac and Wellbutrin. That was the last together. The last set, yeah. Huh, that's interesting. But isn't Prozac like kind of an upper though? Or am I wrong? It made my stomach hurt. Okay. That was, like, the issue I had with, like, a lot of SSRIs that they, like, made my stomach hurt, so I would yeah, well, not, like, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, we talked about that with Zoloft before, and uh, what I learned is that Lexapro is Zoloft's, like, cooler younger sister, and I'm on, like, a tenth of the dose that I was on of Zoloft, and I can take it on an empty stomach and not get sick. So, there's that. But I thought I think, Prozac. <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I started on Lexapro, and like it made me too. I think it triggered a lot of manic episodes for me because I like remember. Maybe this could have been like the situation I was like going through. Like I think I was like breaking up with, you know, somebody <laughs> important. Yeah. So, um, I think that could have probably colored the experience a lot. But I remember like taking it, and it like. it was like just making me feel weird and i would like always drink coffee too so it like made me stay up a lot uh and like when i stayed up i would just like ruminate on like breakup so i like stopped taking it because of that not like specifically the breakup but just like being awake so long like mixing it with coffee was like i couldn't do it and i wanted to like drink coffee yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it like, as we've already established, it's difficult for something to make me like stay awake. Uh, But I okay, I just Googled it because I had it in my head that like Prozac was similar to Wellbutrin and that it was like more of an upper than like other SSRIs. But apparently, no, it's just another SSRI. So like that with Wellbutrin, Wellbutrin's like kind of an upper and then Prozac is just, like, an SSRI. Prozac was another one that gave me, um, like, stomach issues. Uh, that's why yeah. when they paired it with Wellbutrin, it kind of made it, like, more manageable. So I was, like, actually, like, able to not have, like, a stomach ache and go throughout my day doing shit. Yeah. We talked about my experience with Wellbutrin on the last episode and how it was not good, but stomach issues were not one of the things 
uh, that happened. Um, I think I just have a weak stomach. I don't know. No, I have a weak stomach, too. I have a really weak stomach. So I feel you on that. Okay, so you were on Wellbutrin and Prozac, and then you tried to go back onto Zoloft recently. Before Prozac and Wellbutrin, did you take anything? Well, you said you took Lexapro (coughs) was, like, the first one. Yeah. I went Lexapro, then then Zoloft, then Prozac, Wellbutrin. Okay. Okay. And Prozac, Wellbutrin was, like, a better combo. That was the best one, yeah. Yeah. What was, like... I mean, I, I know that, like, Wellbutrin doesn't have any, like... What is it? Like, there's no, like, withdrawal period for Wellbutrin. But, like, coming off of Prozac, does it, like, do anything to you? Like, that's weird. I think I was a lot less stressed. So, when that was happening... Like, coming off of it? Well, actually, no. Yeah, because, like, I was... It was, like, kind of, like, a stressful time. But, like, I was, like, so stressed by, like, what was going on that I was, like, oh, like, this is, I'm probably just, like, stressed because of this. So, like, I don't, I don't think I even, like, noticed the Zola, uh, Prozac definitely had a, had a withdrawal. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry, real quick. I always thought you were someone who was, like, really aware of, like, not symptoms, but, like, uh, side effects and, like, co, like, you always, like, pretty aware of, like, how stuff was affecting you. Well, also, like, Zoloft kind of stopped for me because I like pairing it with alcohol was like I, I couldn't drink at all so I was like I'd rather be able to yeah, drink. Yeah that'll get you. That'll get you. I, I mean I like stopped drinking when I was on Zoloft. I still really don't drink though but um but it just made my stomach so sensitive. Like I'm realizing now that I'm off of it like the amount of time that I spend not being obscenely nauseous is kind of like, oh shit. Like I didn't even realize. I don't know. I was just like so scared to go off of it that I was like accepted like the, I guess like the shittiness of it, you know? And it was kind of like. I think where I am now in my mental health journey is that like I'm not as, um, I'm not as depressed as I used to be. Uh, I'm like, like. Did you very, say like, oppressed or depressed? I'm not as depressed. Oh, okay, I think you said oppressed. I was like, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, not oppressed either. Um, but I'm not as depressed as I used to be. So like, it, it. I think that was like another thing that like, kind of, made getting off of it easier. Like now I'm just like anxious, but I can like, eh, like more or less like just talk myself out of anxiety long enough to like get past it yeah are you like officially diagnosed as having like an anxiety disorder or just depression yeah i got general anxiety and and uh i forgot what the depression objective is but yeah (laughs) it's one of those two wait when did you get diagnosed with that i think like officially officially or i guess which is also the most recent time, I think, uh, 2017. Everybody was generally anxious in 2017, so if that makes sense. Yeah. I was, I, I, like, this was my second 5150 of the year, so. I was oh, like, 
Wait, talk about that if you don't mind. It's yeah, if you want to. Intrusive. Yeah, you don't it's have wild. to. Well, I say it's my second 5150. Second 5150 of the year, if I didn't say of the year after that. Because um, it was the second one ever. Or third one. Um, uh, cool guy, one, cool guy. <laughs> I've been around. Uh, the one before that was like wild um, because I don't remember how long I was there. And there was oh, like word. a like, time like really like fucked up for me. And I'm already like bad with like, like measuring time myself. So like I don't actually know how long I was there. It was either like, it was like either two weeks or like a month. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I feel. That's how I feel about the last like four or five days. I literally don't know. Yeah. yeah. I I had sun once when I was there and like that kind of like snapped me up a bit to be like, uh-huh. wow, I like feel like I've been here for at least like, yeah. I know it's been at least a week. What um, happens when you like, because I was like very close i i almost had my first 5150 uh earlier this year when during the whole like well trend saga yeah your mom my mo- <laughs> yeah my mom did call a welfare check on me and i convinced them i convinced the officer that came to my apartment that i was fine white woman privilege i, I was just like well it was okay not to like interrupt your story ronnie but like i like Definitely white woman privilege because like the these two cops were just talking about like oh you have a really nice place like oh like they seemed like they just looked around at like my apartment and were like this girl's fine and I'm like no I'm not I'm like really not but like but I'm gonna tell you that I am because I'm in the middle of like the last season of Breaking Bad and I really don't want to interrupt that right. But yeah, so like what what would have happened, I guess, like take us through like what would have happened if uh, I hadn't been lying to myself and those police officers. Do you think you would very nice gentleman. Just just quickly, do you think it would have been better for you to have been fifty one fifty in that scenario, Sophie? Like, you know, I don't know. You don't know. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Okay. All right, Ronnie. <clears throat> so walked in, right? BT Awards was that night. <laughs> um, First off, this is... I remember this is because I was my like, story. "This is very similar to my story in that I'm like, no, I'm like in the middle of finishing Breaking Bad." So, like, really and truly, like, I sat down and I was like in there and I was like, "I'm not gonna get to watch the BT Awards." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my entire motivation for not just like answering their questions honestly was like. Well, if I, like, go with them, I won't be able to finish Breaking Bad today. And that's yeah. literally the only accomplishment I see right. for myself. That's what I had going on today, yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I, I was just sitting there. I think that is, like, the pinnacle of depression. When, like, like, yeah. like in just, like, a tongue-in-cheek kind of way, it's, like, the only thing that, like, matters to you is, like, being able to watch, like, the BET Awards. You know, exactly. like, yeah, no, like, if it's like this is my reason for living before. right now. This is my yeah. reason for living right now. I have nothing else. My, my counter argument is that baking bread that's the most depressed you can get. If your friend is like getting seriously into baking, what baking Dude, bread, like, no, that would mean that I, I, if I start baking bread, I'm in a manic state or I'm on coke. Breaking bad. 
Or if I start baking bread. That's what I... Baking bread? Yeah, that's what I said. No, I said baking bread. Like, if you get seriously into, like, making... Baking bread. Yeah, no, if I'm baking shit, I'm either, like, doing... Actually, three options. I'm either doing really well and having a manic episode, or I'm doing code. I don't know, Sophie. If I'm, like, any other scenario, I'm, like, in bed asleep. Like, I want to be baking (laughs) shit. You know? If I'm baking, I'm deep depression out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, no, no yeah. I was, no, Sophie, I'm. No. <laughs> I would bake my feelings when I was like really just like going through it. Like I, oh. I remember like baking something every night and being like, ha ha. <laughs> like Dude, I to run away. Just, just that I interview. Just that, that interview. My depression state because I literally like I just don't move for four days. Like no. I literally do not move. I can be like that sometimes, but Ronnie's just that interview of that little kid where they have the microphone in his face and he starts laughing until he cries. Um, that is Ronnie. That is Ronnie. Okay, yeah, so aside from that segue, so like, you're like, fuck, I'm gonna miss the BT Awards, they take you in, and then what happens? So like, I f- <laughs> they like drove me in an ambulance and I was like, I gotta stay up so I like know where I'm going. Because I was there for like literally like almost it was like a almost a full day that I was like there before I had gotten transferred, and I like and you're like where the fuck is Liam Neeson? Yeah, I don't know where he is. Like that's like the vibe that I got from you being like I had to stay awake in the ambulance so I know where I'm going. Like, well, no, this this woman like yelled at me and and said she was gonna. She called me the French Prince and said that she was gonna kill me. And I was like, okay. Oh fuck! Wait. <laughs> this is another patient. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I gotta fuck. I was not go to sleep. <laughs> like I was just in the hallway, so like I wasn't gonna go to sleep. Uh, so they put me in the ambulance. Long story short, they put me in the ambulance, and. Uh, I fell asleep and then I woke up and I was in this place where it was it was kind of like Shutter Island because I walked in and like somebody had a seizure and the person that they were like this is the doctor he's like the only doctor <laughs> like yelled at the nurses and was like what what's going like you guys are idiots like it was like wild and I was like wow this is the doctor <laughs> like I'm terrified uh so he left and i was there for an indeterminable amount of time just talking to people helping them through issues playing word searches doing some tai chi searches doing some tai chi tai chi is great i i know someone who was recently going through like the partial hospitalization program at ucla and i asked him about like what his day was like and he's like oh we made friendship bracelets for like three hours yeah that one was definitely a lot better than the one i was at it was yeah i'm like i'm glad that that's like what my insurance money is paying for for me to sit here and make a fucking friendship bracelet bracelet that says uh healthy coping skills Mm. or something it's hard to remember yeah. yeah but but i guess like not to like shit on arts and crafts i love arts and crafts all right like i have enough like embroidery floss to make friendship bracelets for an entire fucking girl scout crew cool guy so i'm not against crafts but i just think it's funny 
But, like, that's, like, what we, like, revert back to in times of crisis is, like, fucking Girl Scout-ass shit. But I like that. I like that. Um, Anything else you want to say about your times being 5150? Thanks, Daniel. No, the second time that year was a lot more fun, I guess I'll say, because... Uh, that one I there was a calendar. So <laughs> how long I was there? <laughs> We're. Oh, uh. uh, <laughs> that 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 like makes honestly like that made it a lot better. Yeah, how long I was there. Uh, yeah, it it helped me figure out some CBT uh coping skills. Yeah, and. I learned a lot about propio muscle movement. So, like, honestly, like, now when I get stressed, I just sweep. <laughs> oh. Um, propio? Like, like... For, yeah, that's what they said. They would, the, the, like, a doctor came in and she was like, like, just start cleaning. Like, it, you're moving your muscles and it'll feel good. And, like, I just, like, did that. And, like, I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm just going to sweep whenever I'm, like, freaking out. Yeah. So every like two times a day I'll sweep. Hmm. Jordan Peterson light. Um right. Um we've kind of been dancing around it by talking about how you ended up in like for lack of a better term, institutionalized. Um like how do you wanna like speak in like a, a little bit greater detail about like how your condition manifests on a bit more like regular level, like um i think i was just like i guess i have to talk about the past because like now it's just like like whenever my left arm goes numb i'm like oh yeah i'm stressed uh and i say like stress that's like anxious um it started kind of when i was just like i would like hyperventilate a lot and like i don't know like like that doesn't sound like weird but i would like for some reason like think like everything was ending like all the time right right and then i got medication and then i had like a a therapist kind of that i was working with so it it got better and like i I realized more that it was like you know my diagnosis uh but i think it was just stress yeah the stress like piled on and like made it hard for me to like I guess like function as a person so right it it took a toll on like my relationship at the time and i think that like was one of the things that like made a break and then that was going on so i was like aha and i think i like coped with like alcohol so right. i would like always like drink and then go do my radio show and then i uh would just keep coping with alcohol until i couldn't anymore right um and would it always like manifest that way, like um, like somatically? You mentioned you you would feel like a numbness in your left arm and um, like almost like a narrowing of like perspective. Like everything would seem to get like smaller and narrower, and you said stuff would seem like it was ending. Like was there like a certain point? Like you got a certain age and it started manifesting. Like you got to college and it like started manifesting more physically. Yeah. Or yeah. <clears throat> I think it like turned into like a physical thing. Eh, it was probably like 16, 17 when I was physically. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So I had, like, my art. Yeah, like I said, like, I would just... It would be physical, and I'd be like, oh, man, like, I'm stressed, but I didn't, like, really know what was going on, because, like, you know, I had never, like, been to therapy. I just was... Like, I, like I, I was like, oh, you're, like, lazy and moody. Right. And you're on drugs. <laughs> like that Frank Ocean um, interlude. Uh, yeah, like the thing was, I wasn't, like, on drugs at the time, then, so... Okay. I was like, eh. I mean, that okay. kind of, that kind of dovetails with like some some later questions, but like, so you're saying like when you first sort of started, you know, uh, trying to get help for it, I guess when you were like probably still at your parents' place before college, um, like what was the cultural context like? It seems like it sort of kind of got brushed aside and was more made like an individual problem than like a general health thing to be tackled well, yeah that's the thing i had like better coping skills because i was like kind of like that nigga yeah in high school so <laughs> <laughs> like literally like i was just always like performing so <clears throat> I, I, like, always... it's that leo moon it's yeah. that leo moon yeah no i literally always got like gratification from like hosting something like i hosted like a red cross concert <laughs> it was amazing yeah it was literally amazing i made yeah. the paper it was great but like i was always doing that so i couldn't really like like i would like save my sadness for when i was like alone (laughs) and i it was just i was a moody teenager that's what they they made me feel like so i was like okay yeah weren't we all right i mean that i mean i was a moody teenager but also i was but like that's also a way of like reducing it like it feels like very reductive to right. me to be like I, oh like i mean that a moody teenager that's sort of my follow-up like i mean like is there anyone who was actually just a moody teenager or is it more like or were we all mentally ill or yeah my sister was a moody teenager <laughs> yeah your sister seems well enough adapted that you think <laughs> I mean, I guess it's more just she was like a moody teenager. if you find she something like that's positive for you, I guess. But I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe most of us just latch on to stuff that isn't super positive or conducive to our long term goals. And we eventually have to like spiral out and outgrow it um, in some form or another. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe it's not so clear or straightforward with everybody. Um, but this should never look straightforward when you're like going through it. So I don't know. Um, yeah I mean I think like people love to like put on this facade of like oh self care is like oh I'm doing my skincare I'm taking a bubble bath like it's not always pretty well that's how you commodify it yeah 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 it's not always pretty and it's not always healthy like sometimes like we like yeah maybe like in an ideal world like you can cope by like you know, taking a bubble bath. Like, some of us are, like, out here, like... Doing (laughs) self-sabotage. Yeah, like, self-sabotaging behaviors. And, and, like, in your fucking, like, state of unwellness, it kind of, like, it seems like a good idea. It seems like it's doing what you need to do. Or it's, like, achieving some kind of, like, short-term goal. Yeah. I'm saying that uh very aware of the fact that like i've been awake for probably like 20 hours so like you know perfect example is is like my behavior right now like me thinking like well i don't feel like going to sleep so maybe i'll just stay awake and get shit done and like do all these things and be like creatively productive and it's like well now i feel like death so i don't 
it's like every everyone has options but not everyone has good options you know yeah and also like these kind of like dumb everybody got choices (laughs) exactly but also these like dumb like instagrammy like bullshit pinterest like self-care tips about like taking a bubble bath and like going on a walk it's like i didn't move for four days right it's like yeah to you that's self-care to me that's like burning in hell we just put it in like such a box it's just like i just don't always relate to anyway that's my tangent on that <laughs> but you kind of touched on it earlier ronnie talking about sweeping and pro proprio proprioceptive movement um but like do you have anything you want to comment on in terms of stuff you've learned for most effective coping less effective coping like do you do you still wake up and wake and bake with Deces and Mero? That was my favorite. Oh, he's he's waking and bake. That was my favorite time in college. Um, some commercial, was. some that's, commercial, that's some commercial came on for Desus and Mero at someone's house, and my white friend was like, "Oh, that looks like such a funny show." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, there was a there was like a period of time where like we would just wake up, and it's like whoever slept over or whoever fell asleep on the couch would just wake up with us like making coffee and and smoking them out." It's very, it's very, it's very bohemian. <laughs> oh yeah, we were boho chicks. <laughs> yeah, that's some fucking Birkenstock. No, guy. no, we had no tapestries. Did we have a tapestry? No. Yeah, we had Birkenstocks. But you had some Birkenstocks. I had Birkenstocks before that. I had Birkenstocks, like you know, like yeah. I no, like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying. Make me better. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Like oh, like I was, I'm just saying I wasn't really wearing them at that point. Like I was really wearing them, like freshman and sophomore year when i was going through that like colored short phase um, colored short yes. phase is that what we're calling that <laughs> i was just wearing colored shorts and like long socks and birkenstocks uh, flat star all right but anyhow yeah um <laughs> i don't know like i i found out like you know you're not the only person to wake up and watch like good morning america that's like under 25 bro i fight man only person who loved the news more than me is my dad (laughs) also named ronnie yeah so look where that apple fell (laughs) so but yeah coping what you doing what should you not do so so like I, i don't know if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm listening to a podcast right now. You've probably like listened to other podcasts where like the host has said, like, I'm playing Best Fiends. Uh, point is, I'm playing a lot of video games right now. Okay. I literally play. And we're not getting paid to say that of like other people. Not yet. Not yet. Yet. Um, Best Fiends, hit us up. I don't play Best Fiends. Like, unless y'all want to pay me, then I do. Yeah, no, if, if if you're trying to pay us some money, we'll we'll play uh, some best fiends, all right? Like this pandemic is uh it's 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 a uh, no joke, my guy. Our economy is hurting. Uh, my rent <laughs> is expensive. Anyway, but Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Uh that's fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm playing that in 2K because I fucking miss basketball rest in peace kobe and th- i mean this is like very consistent yeah, I know. like i oh yeah oh, man it like I, i've literally just been using like 2k like has actually been like getting people together to 
to sim out the rest of the season, and I'm like, this isn't the same. Like, I... Ha. People people were telling the NBA to do that. Or I don't know if the NBA was considering doing that. No, like, individual teams did it. It's like, the Suns did it, like, as, like, a real thing. But other than that, like, no other team really, like, embraced it. But, like, Quavo was a part of it. He actually played against Ronnie 2K um, the other, like, a few days ago. The other guy in Migos, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I was going to say that's that's very consistent because I remember when I was going through some real... Uh, I don't even I don't I don't even know what to call that. I, I, Ronnie was like, you should just play games. Like, put some games on your phone. Like, stop being it's, stop being dumb. It's like, I'll I'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain the reason why because I know you had a different experience for it. But like the games we were talking about was like the idle, um, money games. You know, so like, you you get a bunch of eggs and then you sell the eggs or you like click a bunch of venture capitalists too yeah you click the button and then your lemonade stand and your your fucking baby factory or whatever like makes a lot of money you just get to watch number go up yeah and like at the time like i kind of i think i like really like i guess the at the time when i said like this is what like you should do i interpreted it from the doctor that like she was saying like games are good because you have a goal and it's like kind of like you you have like a goal in front of you but that goal is like unattainable uh so that might be something that happens but yeah basically like a goal so yeah well and it's it's more like mentally stimulating right like it's that too i mean that's the other side of like how that game was what i tend to do which is just not move for four days and so yeah no i think that's a good one i wish that i was thinking about it the other day about how much i miss playing fucking super mario those were those were good i miss that shit and and I should get back into games was was my thinking because yeah you need like an activity you know something that you're doing actively with your mind and with like your hands or whatever it might be for for the given game so that's a good one honestly it sound it like surface level doesn't sound like a good one but it's like yeah what would you be doing otherwise like you might be like looking at Twitter which is just gonna make you more sad yeah or like passively watching something and just like ruminating. Whereas, like, a game, like, you can't, like, you're focused on something, and that's, that's true for you. And that releases dopamine when you focus on things, so. I have a Switch, and I haven't been using it. I don't know why, but when I think back to the last time that I did use it regularly, it was, like, a, especially Breath of the Wild, that was such a good depression cure. Um, it, I mean, just, yeah, while we're on the tangent of, uh, like, art or media as a useful tool. I think Breath of the Wild is an exceptionally good depression game. You just out there cooking shit. I think art, like it, that's not like really an <clears throat> RPG, but like I think games where you, you're like, you know, doing RPG shit. Yeah. Gets a little bit more out of it because you're like, there's no like real goal, but you're like doing stuff that like, I don't know, like I literally, I, I cleared some weeds in animal crossing and then i went outside and cleared some weeds and i was like huh okay this is yeah yeah they made this real like it's cool yeah it's almost like the baby step before you start actually like clearing some weeds in your life it's like you gotta clear some like digital weeds real quick which like farming simulator 
play like 600 hours of that, I'll uh, buy a plot of land and become a farmer. You know, yeah. I think I. Yeah, no, I have, precisely. I have it's land. Possible. I have land. We can just I, quit I our like jobs. I the realistic aspect of, of video games. Right. I have... And, I, and goals. I have 40 acres. Um, I'm not interested. You got a, you got a mule? Good. You got a mule? Yeah, guy. you got a mule. Do I? I mean, I have several horses. I mean, they're... Um, uh, I was going to... Uh, this is not... Because I also smoke... But I was going to say, like, uh, there's definitely been periods that all three of us have been like, I want to stop smoking cigarettes specifically. Um, Cigarettes. I thought you were smoking, like, a a jewel or something, Ronnie. Um, uh, No, this is crap. No, I'm the jewel queen, but I finished my last pod and I have more coming in the mail. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? You're ordering jewel pods? (laughs) I'm not going to leave my house. We're in a pandemic. Oh my god. Are you are you done with nicotine, Ronald? Or No, I just like don't feel like it's it's kind of cold, so I don't feel like going outside. Being outside, yeah. Yeah, I don't have like a vape. I get cigarettes and like That's literally why I like that's like my cyclical like cigarette yeah. thing. Like if it's too cold to go outside, psh, I'm not supposed to. And the... well, yeah, no, I'm not trying to go outside ever. Which yeah. is why like sure, maybe it's a little bit douchey that I jewel and but like Um it's very douchey. You know, my no, but my thing is like my piece broke. Right. I would jewel if I like still had my piece, but uh, it like broke. So I like can't bring no, myself like... to spend any money on jewel or like nicotine vapes because weed vapes are already so expensive and like i yeah exactly i gotta keep you that pick, i gotta really keep that supply going other. yeah you yeah. have to pick one or the other yeah but like i i always i just think like yeah like i would i would be less of a dick if i just smoked a cigarette like an adult but like one don't want to go outside and two vaping i'm sorry it's the lesser of two evils so like if we're gonna be self-destructive at least I'm picking the better one. And, and like, in my experience, it is cheaper. If you're going to regularly use it, yeah. I mean, also, I mean, it's way less unpleasant and a lot more convenient. I don't know. Um, it's more sanitary. Yeah. Like, you're not, like, coming in was smelling gross. I was going to challenge that it's less douchey to smoke cigarettes, though, because it's, like, frowned upon, like, the act of smoking a cigarette versus, like, jeweling. Like, there's definitely one that's perceived much more negatively, and I think it'd be smoking a cigarette. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people now are, like, clowning, not clowning you, but, like, are more, you know, apprehensive to you if you're, like, I'm, yeah, or, you mean vaping or? Smoking. Yeah, no, because, like, I saw, like, people smoking, and I kind of, like, remember being, like, oh, whatever. But then, like, seeing people vaping, and I was, like... I mean, there's a way to not be a dick about it. It's it wasn't even, like... Interesting. Because, like, I, I think, I mean, I'm I'm also vaping weed, so it's, like, you, you I don't know. Like, you're just, like, it's different. Like, I think I kind of just, like, was, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I think this is the hill that I'm gonna die on is the fucking leave me alone and let me jewel hill. Stop stigmatizing vaping. Leave me alone and, <laughs> leave me alone and let me smoke cigarettes. No, hold on. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no. Okay, no. No, but I, I, agree, I agree with you. I'm not saying one or the other. I'm saying both. Like, you know. Yeah, no, they're really fine. I have nothing against either. I used to be super anti-vape because I had, like, the same, like, thing in my mind. I was like, oh, grow up and smoke a cigarette like a fucking adult. 
but <laughs> now I'm like an adult and I'm like I don't want to go outside if I don't have to I'm right. grown up I don't have to like leave my apartment if I don't want to but like both are great both are fine it's a situ- yeah. it's a uh, blah, blah. it's a situational thing yeah. I think yeah However, you want to be self-destructive, like more power to you. In mine, it comes in the form of a visual. Right. Honestly, yeah. The, I think the biggest issue people were having with jewels, which like when you see those ads and it's like vaping so bad, it's like not because, like you said, a pack is right. or a jewel pod is like one pack of cigarettes. And like that was a commercial for like a long time when they were like, "Did you know one pot is like twenty <laughs> cigarettes?" And it's like, "Did you know like a pack of cigarettes is twenty cigarettes?" Like it's yeah, yeah. Um, it's also just it's not a success. You know, if they wanted to like make a successful campaign, they'd just be like, "Do you know you look like a fucking pussy smoking a jewel?" <laughs> Yeah. I'm not saying that's that okay. That yeah, no, but it would work for like all the underage kids that are jeweling. Like, who's who they were most interested in stopping? I mean, and rightly so. Yeah, underage kids. Yeah. So just like shame them for it. Like I'm a grown up, and I'm like, yeah, I do look like a pussy. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, but like, if I were like not like a a not well adjusted like sixteen year old quote-unquote straight boy who knows like we'll find out like you gotta you gotta go and to the bathroom me, and you told me that i look like a pussy smoking a jewel like i would have a fucking crisis over that yeah yeah my whole like I, world would be shattered i'd be like fuck i was jeweling right. people think i'm a pussy do people yeah. think i'm a fag like, yeah i mean i think there was like a critical moment too where that like fellas is it gay to x meme you know like they had a real a real yeah. moment to pivot the culture there and if they just ran an ad that called little boys pussies for smoking jewels and made memes that were like hey fellas is it gay to smoke jewels think about it uh how is it sus i don't know there's something there there's something there something about how it's like gay to like not want to like live past fucking 55 i don't know or i mean how it's gay to want to live past 55 sorry and yeah you, you just want to be in a body for that long, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking pussy. What? You afraid of death? Is that your problem? You scared of death? Death scares you, fucking <laughs> pussy. Scared of dying? Scared of making money? Um, so, how, so how do you think, you know, people can be better allies, like, about mental health, Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, how can we be a better ally to you? That, uh, Not to you, necessarily. Well, I would say number one, uh, not encouraging people to... <laughs> to smoke, to smoke nicotine yeah. or addictive substance, oh, yeah. or 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 encouraging. Tell you how to take up a drug, uh, any drug. I will yeah. though. Um. Okay, dude. <laughs> All right, doctor. Um. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I guess like. So there was like a point, and I think this like kind of fits in with the zeitgeist. Of like how like uh, a couple months ago people were like talking about South Park and they were really like this is the nature of their satire if it is satire in that like it doesn't take a stance which like I remember watching an episode where like Carmen was like I have anxiety and it's like just like kind of like the whole thing was like leave people alone like that was supposed to be the whole thing and it was kind of like he was like I want to be on my phone because I got anxiety and I was like that's me um 
<laughs> but yeah, like leave people alone. <laughs> Honestly, that's... yeah, no, that's the best one. Like, like what pisses me off is like fucking <clears throat> over here being like, I don't know, like why, like you're so sad. Like, why don't you just like go to Soul Cycle like twice a week? Like, I'm super happy. And like, I think just like don't. I don't really like this phrase. But, like, don't yuck other people's yums. Like, whatever you gotta do yeah. to like get through your day. I don't like that phrase either. I don't. But it's such yeah. a good one. No, like it conveys such a good point. <laughs> yeah. But like it may like I for lack of a better term like just just let people do what they need to do. Obviously, like if your friend is like you know being super self destructive, aka if you're friends with me. Yeah, no, there is, like, a time and a place to, like, step in. But, like, when it comes to, like, the, like also just, like, pick your battles and let people, like, do what they need to do to, like, smoke, right. you know? I, yeah. And, like, if if me smoking my douchey-ass jewel is, like, the thing that's, like, keeping me on this planet for another day, like, so fucking be it. Yeah. I just, that's a hard one. That's a hard one to accept for me. When it comes to leave people alone, yeah, I'm you're not, no, like you're not, you're not wrong, not like though. It, it's not but, like, don't I like how there's like an no, underlying, like, I like how there's an underlying conflict. This, you, you uh, I know, I just like, should, no, like just, check on people, like, there's that. Right. I'm saying, like, leave there, but, people alone, and like, you know, sometimes, a lot, like, there are things that people do that like give them like a certain type of yeah. joy that like is not hurting, yeah, you. Yeah. You're, just, you're just judging so. i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying like there, there's definitely people who i in my life let who, people do that you know? exactly who yeah but, i have a hard time letting them do that like i mean i'm specifically talking about my younger brother but like you know it's hard for me to let him just like do his simpery i mean that's a joke but like do other things like i, I ride him pretty hard but not so, i mean he'd be hitting though so i think that's like and he's funny. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. He is funny. <laughs> he is funny. And he's like laying tight, so you know, um, he's doing the thing. Yeah. Um <clears throat> that's also not what makes a man, you know, but whatever. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, he's funny. I know, he's really like, funny. I'm, I'm but like hammering that. Out of him, all right. Like, not not enough funny men getting laid out here, all right. <laughs> nah. I think we need to withhold. I think we need to withhold pussy. There needs to be a general strike of pussy. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Consciousness <laughs> over. <laughs> is that a do- Is that a Doctor Umar thing? Yeah, if you're an, if you're an, if you're not African, turn off your headphones right now. <laughs> oh my god. Is he a hotep? Like, is that would you would you classify him as a hotep or? There, there's a man out here who goes to his local park, but he doesn't do this anymore because of the Rona. Um, but he goes around just uh, giving speeches with his PhD in what I assume is African American studies uh, about how non Africans can't listen, or yeah, non Africans can't listen to his IG lives. <laughs> <laughs> or go to his events um but he he has pictures with non-africans so it's kind like of he, he has like <laughs> no. a bunch of pictures with white women and but there's also like ig lives <laughs> there's ig lives of him being like no black man you can't bring your white wife no <laughs> yeah oh my god that's like that like i heard on like nicole byers podcast some woman was talking about like 
her dating life and she's like i have a strict no whites under trump policy Mm, and then but then she like goes into a story about how she just like went on a date with a white guy and she's like and i in my initial period pretty correct no whites under trump because i guess she asked him like who her like not africans exit the date well she asked him like who her who his like top five rappers were he the first three he named were white she's like i think i need to go i think i'm uh taking my pussy and walking right out of this bar what would be if we had a um if we had a general pussy strike what would be like pussy's five demands I thought you were gonna ask about the the rapper Wait, question. Are you saying like like pussies are striking or men are striking against pussies? The first men one. Their own way. The first one. The second one would never work. We have no leverage. Like what are you that's just like you guys getting a break. No, that's true. No that's and true. <laughs> like it's us yeah. giving you guys a favor. Yeah, I'm like, you ever heard of a fucking vibrator dumbass? Yeah, I've yeah, I've heard them. I I hear them because I don't satisfy my girlfriend. I just think I just think it'd be wild if if somebody ever said their their favorite rapper was Eminem. Like that was the first one they said. That would just be wild. No, that was like the third <laughs> one he listed. That was the third one he yeah. listed. If I'm remembering I mean, yeah. this podcast correctly. Well, first it's Reggie. Like, <laughs> no, no, it was something stupid. I don't remember who, but um, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> no, no, you know what it was? It was Eminem. Uh, J, not J Cole. J Cole's not white. Uh, the other one that kind of G Easy. G Easy. Oh, that's weird. Well, no, no, he's pretty good. No, he's pretty good. No, he's pretty good. No, I, I don't like it. No, he's pretty good. The other one was probably Logic or something. But you know what? Pretty, you know what? That's a solid top three all time. That makes sense. No. Why are your top three just like, like of all of the like rap that there is to consume in the world? Why are your top three Eminem, Logic? You know. Uh, fucking recovery. Uh, I like the Slim Shady Show. Like. That doesn't make sense. And I like bomb spaghetti. I don't know. And I love suicide prevention. I don't. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like you, yeah, no. I'm I'm being edgy. You're like if your favorite artist is Logic. Like I don't like. Like I'm not even trying to be mean, but like, come on, (laughs) grub. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Did you see? Um, Russ tweeted a video of him making a beat. He was like, Your favorite artist is Russ. No, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You're, you're right. Uh, welcome to the, this is the No Jumper podcast. Uh, hold on, no, hold on. No, Russ tweeted a video of him, like, making a beat, and he was like, bring soul samples back. And it's just a video of him, like, making the beat. But Metro Boomin retweeted it with, like, a bunch of laughing emojis. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, I would, too. I would have been meaner, though. Yeah. The laughing emojis does, like, make the point, but, like, the- I would have been meaner about no, the the worst part the worst part was Russ's hashtags. Like the second one, I don't remember. I don't I don't remember what the first one was, but the second one was just like I'm just me for real, and it's like oh fuck you. That's some like I'm 14 and this is deep shit. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Russ is literally the pinnacle of I'm 14 yeah. and this is deep. I was gonna I say he he has analytics. Like he has to know that there is a huge crossover between our 
I'm 14 and this is deep and his like listener base like if he could he would have a text signature like the thing that like was sent at the end of yeah 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 no it's basically the equivalent of him having like a text signature on his Motorola razor and like sounds great don't don't hate don't hate the Motorola razor don't hate okay and girls named Bailey I don't know why that was the name that I picked that's that's a good whenever a girl's like I'm Bailey I'm like yeah you damn right you are you look like a <laughs> you built like a refrigerator bitch that's like that's like, that's like Gen- <laughs> Bailey is Gen Z Becky out of pocket <laughs> um yeah, yeah the last question is you know you're always gonna have this unfortunately right so like is there any like upside to it like uh, obviously it's something to always navigate you have to balance it's like you know there's always like a downside to it but like is there any silver lining in this that you can reflect on that you'd want to like offer up to people so I don't know I think one thing is when I make something I always have anxiety about being like eh is this good? And like, that doesn't necessarily like make it a a good or a bad thing, or it's not like imposter syndrome or anything. But I think the anxiety just kind of like alerts me of like, you know, like content or behavior to the point where it's like, I can like talk it through with myself. I think just ultimately like it, it it makes like a, a filter for me to kind of like make, make shit that, it's self-awareness. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I it's like, like self-awareness to, to, to a fault, I guess. But it's, it's Yeah, it's no, cool. I, I feel the same way about me, but I also, like, I mean, look, like, people that are, like, really, like, quote-unquote, well-adjusted are just, like, not self-aware. And they're also not funny, so. Hot take. Hot take. So that's, yeah. the, that's, I mean, that's the takeaway for me is always, like, yeah, like, I could just have, like, a normal level of serotonin and dopamine in my brain, but I'd be a fucking simp. Yeah. I'm always working on myself and not always in a positive direction, so, yeah. Yeah. So um, don't have time for uh, not doing that to focus yeah. on other things. Yeah. So yeah, um, Lindsay Lohan, where you at? Ronnie, is there anything she's you want to plug? A, she's at her beach club. Fucking nothing. Lindsay that's Lohan. that. That's the whole sentence. She's at her beach club. Fucking. <laughs> where is it? Is it like Ibiza? I'm not... Ibiza. Ibiza. Uh, that's I in that's in Spain, right? Yeah, I think it's somewhere in Greece, actually. I think it's Mykonos. It's one of those. Yeah. One of those, like, really douchey vacation destinations. Anyway, besides the point, Lindsay Hil- Lindsay okay, Lohan. Uh, Hillary Clinton and Lindsay Lohan are on the same part of, like, the moral compass. I think... I don't think that's true. I think, I think um, Hillary Clinton is chaotic evil, and Lindsay Lohan is um, lawful evil. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like chaotic neutral or something. No, no, yeah, she can't be neutral. She's lawful evil, trying to kidnap like kids in. Uh... Okay, but like one kid, like not like. But it was because she thought he was being kidnapped. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's evil because she thought she was upholding. Maybe you can say the same thing about Hillary Clinton. Anyway, <laughs> um. <laughs> But Sorry last... to that child. 
friend of the show. Last word. <laughs> show. Lindsay Lohan, friend of the show. Last words. Uh, I'd like to take this moment to thank our, our patron, Al Sharpton. And just kidding, we don't have a patron. Love Al, though. Love, Love Al, though. Friend sorry. of the show. Sorry. Um, sorry, Al right. Sharpton. Well, this has been uh, the Pretty Girl Pill Club. And take your meds, drink your water, and go to bed, honestly. Yeah. Social distancing. Bye. Bye. Six feet. Pretty Girl Pill Club is a production of Public Notice, LLC. Produced by Ronnie Williams. Editing by Christian Macias created by Sophie Collis in conjunction with Public Notice, LLC.